What's going on, ghosties? Welcome back to Tales of Spooky Coffee House. If you're new here, welcome to our podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Veronica. And it's time for our much-needed coffee break. So, we wanted to start off the episode. By the time this airs, it's going to be one of our best friend's birthdays. So, Taylor, happy... Happy, happy birthday, something, something, yeah. From all of us to you. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday, Taylor. What is she, like, 35? Oh, my gosh. She's going to slap you through the freaking phone, dude. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's fine. She's not really 35, guys. She's she's really young. She's super gorgeous. I don't know about really young. Did I say really young? I just meant young. No, let's go back to really young because then if she's not really young, we're not really young. And then that hurts. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Not us debating. I know. Happy birthday, Taylor. We wish you the best. Uh, we wish you a badass year. And yeah. <laughs> we're really bad at happy birthdays, but we love and We you. are. <laughs> That's so horrible. <laughs> Veronica, I wanted yes. to tell you about something that I find hilarious. Okay. Have you been like following I'm I'm not gonna get into politics, I'm just asking if you have. Have you been following what's been going on with the book t- with the TikTok tan ban? Tan. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I don't even know. Well, never mind. I'm not gonna say it. Um, it kind of. I. I mean, I. I see the videos that come up on my FYP. I don't look into it, but I do watch what comes up, and I know that the government is fucking stupid. <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> okay, so the only reason I ask is because debate testimony, whatever. He brought up book talk, and uh-huh. he was explaining how book talk has encouraged people to start reading again, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, if anybody is actually on Book Talk, the majority of it is spicy romance authors. Okay, nothing wrong with that. I follow Book Talk. I love all the spicy romances. Yeah. When I say they're hilarious, I mean that uh, there is now a trending new idea that Book Talk is requesting a romance novel with a billionaire CEO romance interest based off of, and I quote, Daddy shoe. Daddy issue? No, his name is Shoe, right? Oh, dad. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait, did I just fuck up his name? I didn't think I did. No, I didn't. I didn't know his name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. His name is Shoe. Mister TikTok. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there is a um, wide demand for this now, and I think it's hilarious because Book Talk has totally, with open arms, accepted him, and I don't think he realized that he fucked up. Because, like, yeah, he... No, I think he'll enjoy it. He seems like a decent guy. (laughs) Yeah, wait till he starts sent to him with him as the male interest, love interest. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, so I'm super excited for these books to start coming out. I'm going to give it another couple weeks. But uh, I will definitely be sending you all the TikToks when they start coming in. Oh, well. I look forward to it. Speaking of, you know, TikTok and stuff, there is a crossover idea that was on my FYP that I didn't know that I needed until I saw it. And it's the live action Scooby-Doo, you know, um, Spooky Island? No. You never watched Scooby-Doo? Oh, okay. Just see Scooby-Doo. I don't know what it's called. Yes. So the the live action Scooby-Doo with Matt Lillard, you know, oh, Freddie Prince Jr. I did see a post on this on Instagram about how they downgraded on the characters, like the actors that play the characters. Okay, that's not where I was going with that. Oh. But uh <laughs> but Spooky Island 
they were talking about how a lot of people have been watching Scooby Doo and Spooky Island and Scream, oh. kind of like a kind of like a parody. And I didn't know that I needed the Scream cast to be on Spooky Island being chased by Ghostface until oh, I started. Oh, is it gonna be the actual like cast members? Like that would be nice. It's just like an idea that people were talking about like it's not actually oh, okay. happening i wish oh, it was okay. happening but it was a, a crossover idea that i didn't know i needed until i saw it and i was like this would be hilarious i feel like i just really sounded stupid in this past like two minutes that you've sounded stupid yeah i don't think you've sounded stupid thank you i can hear taylor saying you just are <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know why I pictured her listening to this episode driving in her car saying that. Because you are a bitch. <laughs> Can I keep uh, that in the podcast? Yes. Okay. <laughs> because um, I could picture it too as soon as you Right? Said it. So easily. That's why. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay. So we definitely need to. Uh, episode soon because we talk about her so often that the ghosties are probably going to be like is she even real yeah you guys will see how mean she is to me like (laughs) you think i'm the bully just wait just wait so speaking of guests last episode i don't know if you realize this at the end of the episode you tell the ghosties that uh it was a really long episode and this and that right Mm -hmm. the audio that was published was only like an hour and 13 minutes long, which is like average for us. Mm-hmm. It was just the raw footage that was almost two hours long. And I think the ghosties don't understand how much we fuck around on while recording this podcast. No, dude, because that night was extra <laughs> wild. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But I thought I'd give the ghosties like a little like, hey, like when we say stuff like that, it's long for us. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I see your point. Yeah. And told me, they were like, Chelsea, the episode wasn't that long. And I was like, what you heard wasn't that long. Yeah, before the editing, it's, you know, it's different because you have all the the in-betweens, the crazy stuff that we say, the laughing attacks that Chelsea um, has to edit out. <laughs> and yeah, so that's yeah that's what i'm referring to when i say oh it's a long episode just know we were recording for a long time if it ends up being like an hour long or something speaking of last episode if you listen to it you might have heard that z and i were in vegas and the following day we had tickets to go to the haunted museum and I would very much love to tell you about my experience the third time around, Chelsea, if you don't mind. Is third time a charm? Did you get scared at all? No, girl, I was so calm. Poor Z. She was nervous, though. Like, she was uh, she was pretty nervous. But um, I just, I felt nothing. <laughs> like, when <laughs> I was there, I felt nothing. I was just excited to see, like, Peggy the doll and, you know, just the devil's chair, stuff like that. Yeah, I think because I already knew what to expect, I wasn't nervous at all. However, once we were inside, Z and I decided to get the RIP tour, so to upgrade, they call it the RIP. Get it? VIP. Yeah, I got it. I got it. That's that's Um, cute. (laughs) I like it too. And so we said fuck it, and we got it. And Z was like, you know what? It's your third time. You might as well. So with the RIP, they take you into other rooms. For example, they take you down to the basement where satanic rituals were held. 
Um, they. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When you started that, <laughs> when you started that sentence, that's not where I thought you were gonna go. <laughs> I was like, well, no, no wait. Veronica's left. back, so she's not. Left <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like. <laughs> um, Continue. And like amongst other rooms, you know, that you wouldn't usually go during the normal tour. So we're doing the tour. We're having a great time. At least I am. One cool thing that they have in there now that's new is an actual part from The Little Bastard. If you guys don't know what The Little Bastard is, it's the car that James Dean was driving when he crashed and died. And if you don't know, that car is cursed. Fun and- fact, I I just recently learned how young James Dean was when he died. Okay, so fun fact to your fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> I read a book of James Dean years ago. I think I was still in high school. And tell me why when I was at the museum, they were talking about James Dean and they mentioned how old he was when he died. And I was like, wait, he was that young? Yeah. Wasn't it like 23 or 25? Yeah, dude. I thought he I was, was like, like, I thought he was in his 30s at least. I didn't realize that he yeah. was so young. Like no no more than 35. Yeah, I didn't know either. So fun fact here, fun fact. <laughs> um, okay, good. I don't feel so alone. <laughs> so it was really cool to see that. It was also special because, you know, my brother was a huge fan of James Dean. Um, my brother has passed away. So I kind of had a moment while everyone was starting to leave. I kind of stayed behind and just had like a a moment with it I did feel kind of emotional in that room even before they showed the part because we didn't know that's what they were going to do kind of thought it was just giving a little history on James Dean but I'm kind of dumb because it is a haunted museum why wouldn't they have anything um so we got to go to the basement and even though I was already excited to go down there I was more excited because of um I was I watched Sam and Sam and, wait, yeah, Sam and Dean go down there? Wait, no. Sam and Colby? Sam and Colby! Oh, <laughs> not you I talking like, about this Supernatural. This doesn't make sense. This isn't it. It's wrong. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. I can't. <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> you saw my brain struggle with it too. Like, no. No, no, that's not it. That's, that's I was not like, it. That's, that was like, that's definitely not not what you meant <laughs> but but you know same niche same niche it's okay yeah it's okay so sam and kobe did a youtube video going um well pretty much investigating the haunted museum and they got to go down there and that was like the scariest room for them out of the whole house besides the devil's rocking chair mm-hmm. and so going down there i did feel like a shift of energy but it wasn't overwhelming and so Pretty much after that, I started getting really, like, bored. Like, I got bored and I got, like, irritated. Like, I just want to fucking go home. Like, I'm tired. Like, I'm done. Like, I just want to go home. I want to go home. Because that day we were going home after the museum. We're going to go to one more spot and then we're going to drive home. And so I was tired. I was exhausted. I was irritated. I wanted to leave. Like, I was rushing it, you know? Do you think it was so, just because you were, like, maybe a little hungover? No, I wasn't hungover. I, Z, on the other hand, uh, <laughs> she, she didn't have a good night. But, okay, so we get in the car, and we're driving, and I'm telling her how I feel. And I'm like, dude, I'm so irritated. Like, I just want to go home. Like, you know, I'm tired. I'm fucking, like, I'm done. And she goes very just like, oh, what if it was a house that, like, drained your energy? And I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I started I mean... thinking about it. 
and I was like, oh, shit, like, that might be true, but I was kind of, like, in denial, like, no way, because, like, that's one of the things that I've never experienced before out of all the haunted places I've been to. Yeah. And so I was telling her, and I'm like, if I get, if I feel better during our four-hour drive home where I'm supposed to feel sleepy and tired, if I start feeling better than what I feel now, yeah then that's true you know it had to have been that sure enough halfway through our drive we're getting to peggy sue's and z was napping and she woke up and i was like dude i fucking feel good like i feel excited i'm 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 like i'm good i'm awake i'm not tired like i'm happy so i was like that's crazy and that's yeah that's the first time that i experienced that so do you think that because you went to the basement and this was like the only difference between your last two trips and this time that yeah. it was yeah. the basement? Yeah, hands down. Hands down the basement. That's um, crazy. Yeah, I have no doubt in my mind that if it was the house that took my energy, it's because of that basement. Wow, that's so insane. I wanted to share that. Yeah, it's probably my second time having a physical reaction because the first time I ever had a bad physical reaction was during the Winchester night tour, um, mm-hmm. the flashlight tour. I was just very anxious the whole time. My palms were like sweating. Like even on the drive there, I was starting to get like sick. But this was different because this one actually made me feel irritated and just so exhausted. I just wanted to go home. And then I'm just driving home and, you know, Z's asleep. So I have no one to talk to. I'm just listening to the radio. It's just me. And I'm starting to feel better, you know? So it was a trip. Just wanted to share that with you. That's literally insane. I'm like. It was fun, though. I'm excited for the fourth. (laughs) (laughs) Just, are you going to go to the basement next time? Why not? So you're going to intentionally make yourself irritated? Well, now that I know that the house has that potential... I'll probably go in um, better protected or with a better mindset. Okay, so I'm not going to go with you on your fourth time because I don't want you to get irritated with me and murder me and then have no. Z come up and what happened. But that's trippy, right? Because I've seen, <laughs> I've seen ghost hunting videos of guys that like go in, into these buildings that are haunted want to kill their like fellow cast members you know what i mean yeah it's like bro chill like you know i didn't feel any like resentment towards z at all if anything i wanted my feelings to be known to her so she's aware that i'm feeling this but it's not her you know yeah and i'm glad i did because she's the one that kind of said you know well it might be this and do you think like stuff like that is how it started for things like um, like the Amityville Horror House where they killed the family it was like that where it just it starts off like that and then eventually builds mm-hmm. up because you're there and for it just so- makes you crazier and crazier yeah luckily yeah. for me I don't live in that house I don't have to stay there I don't work there I simply just walked out and went home and the thing is is that a lot of the tour guides if not all of them do not go down there they stay up the stairs and they say alright have fun we're staying up here <laughs> <laughs> so they know like they for they sure know. know they know the the risk of going down there pretty much i mean they know the risk of working there in general like i, I would, would not there, i would not want a clean peg like clean peggy or anything like that like she'd be dusty imagine. as fuck if don't, i worked don't, there don't say that don't say that about her she'll get mad i'm just saying like i could never 
I don't know. I could do it. Mop the floors. What's up, Peggy? Uh, you know. <laughs> I couldn't. That would that would scare the shit out of me. So thank you for sharing your third experience. I'm I'm sure you're going to tell us about your fourth and your fifth. Of course, of course. And every time after that. Um, but for now, do you want to tell us about the true crime topic of the week? Kind of don't want to, honestly. Like, part of me is kind of regretting it because it's so. It's going to be quick, like very quick, but it's probably one of the most disturbing ones that I've ever done. And I feel that like you've said that for the last two episodes, too. Well, okay, well, you, okay, all right. A bloody smoothie is kind of like, you know, out there. Is it worse than that? Well, okay, I'll ask you that at the end, okay? How about that? Okay, okay, sounds okay. good. So today I will be talking about the disturbing case of China Arnold. Now, if you haven't heard about this one, please, please, and I cannot stress this enough, although this may be a short segment, it is very disturbing. So that being said, trigger warning, proceed with caution. On August 30th, 2005, China and her boyfriend, who were living together at the time, were having a heated argument over China's daughter, Paris, about her paternity. After this heated argument... China then placed the 28-day-old baby in the microwave for two minutes oh my while God. the microwave was on. The baby died once her temperature reached 108 degrees. Paris had no external burns but did suffer high heat internal injuries. When China was arrested, she claimed that she was intoxicated and did not know how her baby died. While in prison, she got intimate with her cellmate where she confessed her guilt over the killing of her baby. And the cellmate would later testify against her, which led China to receive life in prison. China would then try to convince her son to lie to the police and put the blame on the neighbor, but would fail in doing so. That is my segment. So Chelsea, let me ask you, is that more disturbing than the smoothie? Um... You gave me a trigger warning, and I don't think the trigger warning was enough for... I, I'm i sorry. Give me a second. I don't know how you're feeling, but I'm going <laughs> to wait for you to tell me. I have never been so horrified in my life, like, at all. Like, I don't know what I was expecting, but that was not it. Yeah. This is probably one of the most sensitive ones that I've done, and we've done some pretty crazy segments. Yeah. Like, I feel um, like my stomach was just ripped out of my, like whole body yeah so if you need to take a moment take a moment like you need like a like a neon sign with the trigger warning like yeah you need what's higher like what's worse than a trigger warning like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) oh my god there shouldn't have to be anything worse i i know uh yeah i you know i think it's because i'm a visual person when you said that it wasn't just like hearing it it was mm-hmm. visualizing it and and oh my god that was, yeah so um moving on <laughs> <laughs> would you like to get a normal topic of the week so this week's paranormal topic is the Fairmont Banff Springs Hotel and it was built in the late 1800s and opened to the public in 1888 and it sits in the mountains in Alberta, Canada. I don't know if you've well, if you haven't, um, I would definitely like look it up because it is beyond beautiful, dude. Like it's like you're viewing like a whole nother world. 
So there are a lot of different ghost stories tied to this hotel, and not all of them have, like, evidence backing them. One of, like, one the hotel even outright denies happened, and yet people still argue that they've seen the ghost from the story or that they knew someone who was there when it happened. So I'll start with the most popular, but the rest are, like, in no particular order. To start, we have the woman in white tail. So... I feel like all ghost stories, like, have a woman in white origin. I was about to say, like, every (laughs) day, every country has their woman in white. Right. So, more specifically, this is the ghost of a bride from the 1920s. And there are several disagreements about her origin. um, But one of the things that all the stories about her agree on is that she fell on the staircase and died. And that you can often see her either on the stairs or in the ballroom waiting for the dance that she never got. Mm -hmm. i know it's sad right like i said how she died is debatable but some of her more popular stories that i found were that she tripped on the hem of her dress falling to her death very like sad and boring but the other (laughs) the other is she saw something that frightened her and she didn't see the stairs as she was backing up and she fell Mm -hmm. that's a little bit more exciting yeah well this one is uh the, the puncher like And the last was that her dress caught on fire when she passed a candle and trying to get it out, she fell down the staircase. You know what? I'm surprised we don't hear a lot about that because, like, didn't they just, like, live off of candles back in the day? Obviously, there's no electricity. Yeah. And they wore, like, very fluffy clothing. Yeah. How did more fires not happen? I'm sure they did. They just probably didn't really care to announce it in a lot of places. Mm, True. So... The next one um, is another popular ghost story, and he is Sam the Bellman. And this is one that I think is just so adorable. So Sam McCauley worked in the hotel in the 1960s and 70s. He died in 1975, but is still often spotted by guests and staff because this super helpful likes to help others open their doors, carry their luggage upstairs, turn on the lights for them, and so much more. He's often seen on the ninth floor and tends to disappear when someone tries to talk to him or even to tip him one incident in particular uh that collaborates sam the bellman's ghost is that several people talk about two elderly women who called the desk for assistance after they found that their key wouldn't work and so the regular bellman was occupied with other duties and didn't respond for like 15 minutes but by the time he arrived it was unlocked and the women had said that an older bellman in a plaid jacket matching Sam's description exactly, had helped them open their door. Cool. So this is the the last, well, like, more well-known event um, that's talked about, and this is room 873, which the hotel staff originally tried to keep quiet about because so many people were trying to sneak in there. I mean, can you blame them? Mm. But this is the one that I mentioned that they tried to deny ever happened to the point where they actually permanently sealed off the room and it no longer exists. Kind of like uh, Z was telling us about the Queen Mary and the mm-hmm. room that they tried to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Well, the hotel legitimately bricked it up and sealed it off. So supposedly, this is the room that hosted a murder-suicide of a family. <clears throat> um, it's said that a father supposedly killed his wife and daughter in the room before offing himself. The room was rented after that, but many guests claimed to have been woken up by screaming in the room and bloody handprints that were on the wall or on the mirrors. Now, uh, these bloody handprints, according to reports, either disappeared before staff could get there or were nearly impossible to remove. Cleaning products were used. 
So guests also claim to have seen apparition, and some still say that they see a child roaming the hallways, or the hallway, like that hallway. So like I said, those are the more common ones. Another paranormal, other paranormal things about the hotel include room, which was uh, supposedly a mistake made during the building process of the original wooden hotel. And um, supposedly, now remember I said that the hotel uh, was built in the late 1800s, but supposedly the room was only discovered when a fire broke out in the ni- in 1920, which if you think about that date, it's also close to the story about the bride who 1920s. Coincidence? <laughs> anyway, the room was built with no windows or doors, and not even the hotel owner knew about it until that fire. But people often see ghosts wandering around the room. Other claims are that of the headless man playing the bagpipes, which I would love to know more about because, like, a headless bagpipe player? Like, that sounds interesting, right? Yeah, it does. And my favorite, which I wish I knew, like, I had more information, is that of an apparition of a bartender who has been seen by staff and guests alike. This ghost often tells guests that they've had too much to drink and should go to bed. Could you imagine, like, a fucking bartending ghost telling you that you've had enough to drink? (laughs) I'm trying to picture it, and one, it'd be so badass to have a ghost bartender, but I would feel really sad if he's the one to tell me, like, all right, you're done. Right, because, like, I feel like at that point, like, you really super fucking drunk if a fucking ghost is telling you, like, go to bed. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I would definitely love to learn more about him. But that's my segment. Awesome. Um, I do have I... one more thing to say, if you don't mind. Yeah. Because you're talking about apparitions. So this is something that I didn't, I haven't even told Z about that I saw at the Haunted Museum. <gasps> Ooh. It may possibly be the first apparition that I've ever seen in my entire life. But there's a part of the museum where it's like a freak show setting. So it's like there's this guy who he was literally like in the circus and like he pretty much drilled a a drill through his like nose and school and stuff in front of us. Mm -hmm. So that was um, gnarly. And then there's this little carriage in that it's a very small room but there's just like a carriage where you walk in and there's like um, a hole on the other side like a little room that you can stick your head in and look around you're like yeah you there's been people that have seen like apparitions in there and I was nervous because he was like yeah they've seen apparitions of like someone sitting in the court like a shadow sitting in the corner or a shadow just standing like that that's kind of that spooks me (laughs) apparitions really but um yeah so I walk in this thing and right next to where the hole is there's a mirror and when we walk in there's a couple in front of us so while we waited for them to have their moment to look through the hole and see if they see anything I was looking at the mirror and in the mirror I saw a misty apparition so it was as if it was made like of mist or it was like I don't know how to explain it (laughs) yeah no I I get what you're saying though and so then the couple were like leaving so they're walking by the mirror and I look at the mirror in the same spot and where I expected to see that apparition again because I was like you know it's just a stain on the mirror it was Uh gone (gasps) and I remember not saying anything because I didn't want to be that person for whatever reason Uh uh-huh and I remember not telling Z anything because I didn't want to scare her. But I think I saw my first apparition in that mirror. 
and it was just I don't know I don't, I don't know how I forgot to tell you about that but um <sighs> I remembered while you were talking about your topic that's super crazy that is now I'm, I'll have a big smile on my face because I'm so excited to get back to it <laughs> sorry Z for not telling you oh yeah but also at the same time if you guys didn't listen to last episode um Z is a runner when fight or flight comes in she's flight all the way so like I feel like if you had told her she would have been like yeah no we're fucking leaving now <laughs> yeah 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 and this is at the I think at this point I was still like okay like I wasn't like angry yet. ready to leave yet yeah gotcha so when this comes out it's gonna be April 1st which happy April fools everybody that means that we kind of want to know about the month ahead right yeah and also did you do you know what April 2nd is what the most important day of april i'm just kidding taylor but april 2nd <laughs> is pedro pascal's birthday i thought you i wish we had like funny. a little button to like a cheer thingy what <laughs> i thought you were gonna be funny and <laughs> ill and then it took me a second first I was of like... all that's really rude <laughs> to tell well, somebody. you always make jokes you always make jokes so you thought i was gonna say a joke yeah, I thought you were going to be funny. Okay, I'm sorry I wasn't. No, but yeah, it's, it's Pedro Pascal's birthday. He's turning 48. Daddy Pedro. How old? 48. Oh, okay. But anyways, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> sorry okay. I wasn't funny. I do have it's a okay. joke for you. Okay. okay. Is it going to make up for your lack of funniness a second ago? We'll see, and we'll see if it sounds stupid, and maybe I'll tell you to fucking edit it out, but um, <laughs> what kind of pants do the Super Mario Brothers wear? What? Denim, denim, denim. <laughs> Get it? Denim, 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 denim. Cause... You're silly. So, um, we're going to be doing <laughs> the tarot card reading for the month of April. <laughs> Yay! I feel like you failing is what was so funny because you're just like, we're gonna keep going. (laughs) Ghosties, Veronica and I are having like a really off episode. I'm not sure what's going on with us, but... Yeah, our brains are just not it today. (laughs) Again, I can hear Taylor saying, today. (laughs) We're really roasting her this episode. We're roasting her on roasting us. That's the thing. (laughs) <laughs> or roasting me for the month of april we have a five card reading i don't know if this is the same as last month i don't think so but i try to do different ones every month but uh so i'm kind of nervous for this month's reading because mm-hmm. while i was pulling the cards i was literally shuffling and then my cards fell out of my hands in the middle of a shuffle and five cards because this is the five card reading literally flipped right side up and landed in almost the exact same way of the spread that's so trippy <laughs> the fact yeah. that that happened but also i feel like whenever the cards jump out or whatever i feel like that's the deck's way of yelling at us or you or me yeah maybe and maybe not necessarily yelling at us but like fucking pay attention you know like that stern like mom voice okay that's scary <laughs> The mom voice from the car yes. is scary. Well, because of you know, if Ghosties, if you listen to last week's episode, you know me and Z were act- we're a little scared of Chelsea because <laughs> the part she edited out was her being a mom to her kids and, and it telling her the bed. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little <laughs> scary. Yeah, it, it it's just really funny because like I I really was trying not to let you guys listen because 
I know how you feel about my mom voice. I could just hear the dead silence on your end from both of you. <laughs> because because, because I, obviously I've experienced your mom voice because we're obviously, we record once a week and you're, you know, you have your kids. Yeah. And it happens. It's normal. You're a great mom. But it was funny because I was sitting there and I was looking at Z because I know she has barely ever heard you use your mom voice. So I, I was think looking she at ever her. did. <laughs> yeah, and I was wait. I was like, you know, studying her reaction and stuff, and she kind of just made like a uh oh. <laughs> and then when you came back, she was like, "Dude, I almost went to bed." <laughs> so card one is what is the challenge for this month? Card two is the positive energies that we can enhance. Card three are the negative energies that we need to negotiate. Card four is what we need to make time for. And card five is what opportunity we should seize this month. So card one, what is the challenge for this month, comes through the eight of cups reversed. Many of us may fear moving on, which can result in staying in a bad situation. So we really need to not be afraid of leaving something that's no longer serving us and look forward to the new days ahead. We also may not be running from bad situations necessarily, but you could be like running from something that you don't want to take a chance on because you you don't like change you know stuff like that yeah but we're preventing yourself from new opportunities that exactly benefit you to focus on not just your self-worth but like resolving these commitment or abandonment or like fierce uh issues so card two is the positive energies that we can enhance and this comes through the, the three of swords reversed. So the positive energies that we're manifesting or manipulating is that we're ready to overcome conflict and releasing any pain or sorrow and either hardship or heartbreak. And so by sharing this conflict that we're trying to resolve, we're going to be reconciling with someone who hurt us in the past, which can lead to forgiveness and us letting go. So something positive is that we're going to be embracing the pain this month and letting go of the past. So card three are the negative energies that we need to negotiate. And this comes through the Wheel of Fortune. So the wheel is always turning and life is in a state of constant change, right? And so if we're going through a difficult time, we need to focus on better because right now our negative energy is holding us back from the good fortune that is going to be returning to us if we know how to get out of the situation that we're in. Card four is what we need to make time for this month, and this comes through judgment reversed. So the universe is trying to send us a message, and we need to focus on that which it's inviting us to, which is something we're not listening right now, and it's holding us back, which is a common among these cards right now. And so if we're not aware of it and we don't for the universe to tell us what we need we are going to end up ignoring this calling and it's going to set us back don't ignore it face it (laughs) yep i feel like i feel like there's yeah i feel like there's many of us who are ignoring or setting aside certain issues that we need to face head on yeah and i think it's just the state of the world right now maybe not so much the world as just the united states right now because we're a mess And I feel like it's affecting everybody individually as much as it is a society. The last card, card five, is what opposite is this month. And this comes through the pentacles. So reaching financial independence and you are finally being able to provide in the way that you wish you could. 
who could be either a parent or a female in somebody's life who is being generous. And because of these like motherly attributes, whether they're coming from you or from, you're going to be focusing more on business and executing your plans. So that way you can enjoy your home life and be more open to welcoming. So I don't know. I'm a bit of an introvert. Uh, I'm okay not introducing anybody else. Like, well, then you're probably the other person, right? Because like he words that I is that it's the femininity. It's either somebody in your life that's feminine or somebody it's you that's the feminine in somebody else's life. So I th- maybe maybe because you feel like you're you're introverted that it's gonna be somebody else welcoming you. You know what I mean? Oh. Like it's, okay. it's, uh, yeah, somebody, either you or somebody else is going to be that feminine energy that is bringing prosperity into their life. And so either you're going to be welcoming the guest or you're going to be the guest that's welcome. All right. If you say so. <laughs> so joining us this week, ghosties, we hope you had as much fun as we did. If you did, make sure you give us a follow on Instagram and TikTok. We're on there pretty often. But if you want a tarot card reading, please DM us and we'll choose one lucky person a week. Again, happy birthday, Taylor. We, yes. we can't tell you enough. But we are your hosts. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Veronica. Have a spooky weekend, guys. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.